everyone, welcome. Today is Monday, August 29th, So welcome, welcome everyone. Happy Monday. And to Ba, happy Monday Eve. Okay, so um, today um, I'm going I'm I'm going to say this to you to you you guys uh, because you guys are here on on the platform and the, and this is for people who are in Podbean and also for people who um, have commented in in the chat over on the other platforms, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. I am going to have to uh, welcome Stinga and Gifty Blankson. I am going to have to reiterate my rules for the show. Um, uh, Last Thursday got uh, out of hand, and I am going to take the incomplete blame because it is my show, and I should make sure that I have control over my show. So um, this is just to let everyone know, and I will repeat this, you know, probably when more people come in. Well, actually, I, I, I know I'm, I'm going to repeat it, but um, no calling people the C word, the, the B word, any other word um, in the chat, and especially on the panel. Um, I have talked to my admins or have sent them e- emails to know that, you are not getting a warning, you will immediately be bounced. So, um, yeah, so that's not going to to happen. Um, I would like to have a respectful show, and that is um, what I am going to have to do. So I have to go back to my strict strict ways <laughs> like I was like I was be, be before. So um, and I didn't I didn't even post Thursday show. I'm not going going to post it. I re-listened to it twice, and um, I was shaking my head. And actually, I should have ended the the, the show early, but I did, did not. So, <laughs> I'm 
shall be listening, you guys. All right. So, oh, and then the other thing too is I am going to um, try my best. When my first show start, first started, I kept my shows to, to, to an hour. And then the conversations really started to, you know, get deep and whatever, going to two hours. Guys, my other life has just gotten busy. And um, I, I'm going to try to keep them, keep the show to an hour, hour and 15. Again, I said, try. I understand, like I said, sometimes we can get rolling on a topic and it can go on and on. But that is my my goal to have one hour, no more than an hour, uh, 15 shows, um, at least for a while. So having said all that, got all the um, housekeeping out of the way, I want to talk about performing your wage. Should employees go out of their way for the amount of money they're paid? And this subject came up. um, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I forgot who who I was talking to, but I was talking to someone over the the weekend. And, um, you know, they were talking about, um, you know, people who make minimum wage. Um, you know, should they go out of their way to um, do more? You know, um, if their job is supposed to be just be, be the cashier, should they just check check you out and that's it? Um, if they're on their way to lunch, um, should they stop and help you? Even though it could take away from some of their lunch time, whatever. Um, if they're if, if they get off work and they're on on their way home and you're running into the store and you ask a question or something, should they help you? So basically what I'm saying is, you know, like I said, performing your wage, do you, are, is it okay for people to just perform at the salary um, that they're making? Okay, so uh, you guys, hold on one second. I'm sorry I have my window open and it's causing a lot of noise. Okay, I apologize for that. All right, so um, hey, hey, uh, Juju, welcome. So uh, Shelby says that, uh, or I'm sorry, Stinger says some bosses like Yes, you do. Yes, that, that is true. But are people rewarded, you know, and right now with, you know, the way the cost of living is and everything, but even before inflation and everything, cost of living has always been rising, 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 and wages have never caught caught up. So if, if I'm getting paid, you know, minimum wage, and especially if you, and I know we talked about this with, with teenagers like last week, but if you're getting paid minimum wage and if you have an abusive customer, should you have to deal with that? I mean, is that in your, you know, is, 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 is when you sign up, is that what your job said that you were supposed to do? Um, you have a lot of places now where uh, if people steal, employees are told not to go after them because if they get hurt, um, they won't get, you know, you know, they, you know, they're, they're pretty much told don't, don't, don't go after them, um, for flight, uh, uh, attendance. And I, this is what I was, this is what I was, this is what it was. Um, I was talking to someone about, about, about flying and, um, um, 
one of the people I was talking to was was a, a flight attendant. I knew this this conversation came from somewhere. Um, flight attendants are not paid to help you put your bag in the overhead com- com- compartment. They that they in fact in their contract it says do not do it because if they get hurt, you know, picking up a heavy bag or something, and they have to go on on, on workers comp. Um, they're on their own. The, 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 the company doesn't pay or, or, or the airline doesn't pay for them to, to, to do that. And basically, um, if you can't um, pick it up, what makes you think they, they, they can? You know, so should you get, so, so should you perform at, at, at your wage? And considering that you have a lot of flight attendants that don't get paid much, much anyway, um, should they? So that's that's the question uh, that that I have, and um, like to know what you what, what you you guys think. Thank you, everyone, for liking the show. Thank you, thank you. So, anybody, anybody. Nobody has a comment. <laughs> okay, y'all gonna make 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 me work work again today, but that's cool. All right. So, the other um, uh, question up oh, by is coming up. Hi. Hello, uh, hello, hello. I can hear you. Yeah. Um, I, I like this topic a lot because I've got a, a few stories of my own. And um, I've been in an industry that I've worked for minimum wage. I've also worked for £23 an hour, which is really good for the UK. Um, so I think mainly when, when you enter into a contract with a company, you're signing up to your responsibilities and what your job entails so you are agreeing to that wage however with inflation i think that's where the the argument can come in that the the company that you work for aren't meeting you know the inflation rates which which i believe they're supposed i don't i don't think it's they don't have to but they should and especially when they're putting up their prices that they charge for you for your labor to other customers like for example, I believe I, I know one of the companies I worked for recently was charging a hundred pounds an hour for me, and I was only receiving fourteen pounds an hour for it, which I think is uh, it's um, they're, they're taking the biscuit, you know, they're they're obviously accounting for the materials used, my labour, and other things. But if they're going to put up the, the the price of those other things, they should also put up my wage. So there is that argument as well. So, okay, so what about what Shelby says? Shelby says, I think as an adult, when you work for retail, it is a given that the public are are nasty. Um, but, but do you think that a company should automatically, well, I, I want to address what, what Shelby says, but to what you said, do you think that a company should automatically be required to pay you a quote-unquote living wage? Yeah, I think they should. I don't know what the the actual 
agreement is like if they have to or if they've at least got to do some sort of matching because we spoke, we're supposed to get annual pay rises and i believe that in, in my industry the government do give us every year but it's up to the company individual company if they give it to us so i don't know i think there would be something that we'd have to look into there because i know at my last company they had they, they kept complaining that out of the last 10 years they had a pay rise two years out of 10 and inflation obviously is is going up every year so they're eight years behind inflation and i i think some of them believe that the company was receiving you know government money to give to us but they were keeping it so i don't mm -hmm. know how that works whether that's true or not but if they're going to put up the cost of their you know like um i'm a welder so if my company is going to charge the customer who we are welding work for extra every year because of inflation then they should then put my wages up so there's the that argument i think but in okay. regards to shelby's comment uh yeah. I, we all, we also have the responsibility to not take that shit from from people like we are not there to to be slaves or to be you know yes men we we have to look up for ourselves as long as we are polite and we do our jobs if you look at your job description and you follow that out you don't have to take any extra and if your boss puts extra on you there's only so much that i would say look you do it out of the goodness and obviously like i think one of your i'm not near my phone just now so i know someone said at the start um something about um oh i've Ta lost my point taking taking the the, the initiative initiative yeah so mm -hmm. we have like obviously employ to impress our employer and hopefully they give us a pay rise or, or give us more responsibilities and then pay us more there is that as well but at the same time don't be taken for a mug don't don't do things if if it's without your job description then that's extra and it's on you to say yes or no okay so all right so then let me ask this because do you think this is fair yes you know your boss would like for you to you know go that extra mile and everything but what if you have two people who are doing the exact same job both of them are hard workers but just because i stay late you know and i'm not getting paid for it does that mean that when it comes time to get that raise or get that you know get bumped up to the next level or whatever that i don't get you know, I don't get moved move, moved up just because I didn't stay late, but you but you you did. I mean, is that fair? Because there I are mean, some people who you know. You go. go on. I think there's a delay. I was just going to say, I well, think no, that's I mean, in the eyes of the employer. I, I think there's a delay here. Carry on. You carry on. No, no. I mean, I was, I mean, I was just, just going to say, is, is that fair? Because what if you have a family or what if you're taking care of a sick child or, or a sick you know, mom or dad or something, and you're able to, to, to stay late, but I can't, you know, so should I get penalized because I literally cannot stay late, but you can um see this this is a i know you're not gonna like what i'm gonna say here but i think yeah <laughs> because like like we we know if you were a business well you are a business owner if mm -hmm. you employed people and you needed them to stay late for you 
you're going to cherish the ones that are doing that for you. And I don't think there should be any, you know, this discrimination thing, I think sometimes can go too far because if you're a, a business owner and you've got deadlines to meet and you've got employees that just will not work overtime for you, they are contracted to 40 hours a week and they do the 40 and they go home because they don't need the money or they value their time out of work. Then when it comes around to, you know, the people that you want to promote or, or give more money to, I think that it's common sense to give it to the ones who give it their all. Um, and I don't think that's discrimination. I really don't. I, I know a lot of people all push back and say, well, that's unfair if you've got sick child, a sick child or something in your life that you just can't. Well, then I know it's a shame, but it's just, sorry, it's tough, tough cookie. Like, um, I, I don't think we should be putting sanctions on employers for taking on certain people, like the whole gender pay gap thing. Like, I, I know there is a, an argument that, companies take men on because they know that at some point in a woman's life she may want to have children and 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 i don't think you should look at that employer and go you have to take on 50 percent women and 50 percent men because ultimately that could destroy their business if mm -hmm. if half half of their women go off and have kids and they are left in the lurch so it's a good i feel it's a good thing that we have uh, less restrictions on that because as much as i can't stand the employers nowadays because they're all out for their own pockets and they don't treat their workers well as majoritively um and i've been a i've been a victim of that all throughout my life i can assure you i also wouldn't you know put any laws or limits on what they can and can't do in regards to who they uh, employ because they're only looking out for their best interests as well okay all right well i, I have I, a I, question i have a question solid to boss uh -huh. When yeah. with the comments that he just said, we have been put in the position years ago. My husband and I worked in the same company. Okay, my husband made more, of course, than I did. We had children, and I was always the one that stayed home with them as they were sick. But at one particular <laughs> time, I did have my boss look at me and say, well, why doesn't your husband stay home with the children when they're sick instead of you? Now, uh, I responded to my boss stating the fact that my husband made more money than I did. So it's only right for my husband to work and me stay home. Do you agree with that? Did, did, uh, did he make more an hour for the same uh, job as you? Is it the no, same we job did, title? We, we worked in different departments, but yes, he worked, okay. he, he made more money. Yeah. Well then that's, that's common sense on, on your behalf, like to let him, if you made more then I would say, then it would be common sense for him to stay home. I, I'm, I've always said, I'm not, you know, a misogynist who believes the woman should stay home and the man should go to work. I think if, if the woman makes more and it's more beneficial for the man to stay home, then, then that's, to me, that's the best way. Okay. Um, uh, I think that in, in my personal opinion, solid that a, a lot of the situation these days it it shows that the company yes doesn't care about um the way that they treat their workers um if you do like you said if you have two people that are up for the same promotion say and they um one can't stay and the other one can 
Um, sometimes I have seen where the one that can't stay, if they're more qualified, they do get picked over the one that's been there and does stay, you know, and work their tail end off. I've seen that happen. Okay, and and Shelby, you know what 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 I was uh, also I also wanted to add was um, I am a, a a business owner, and um, the most I've ever the most uh, people I've ever had w- w- working for me is um, five. Now that may not be a lot. I mean, I don't have a thousand people working me, you know, a couple hundred, whatever. But every person that I have ever worked for has always, um, and on various times, it's like, okay, they know that they're only going to be working for this this amount of time, and then the job is over, they're going to be working this amount of time, the job is over. They have always come come back. And one reason is because when I hire people, first of all, I try to make sure that everybody can get a- along and play in the same sandbox together. That is number one. And number two, I, I ask them, I ask them, you know, do you have any family? You know, are you married? And, and technically, you know, you're not supposed to, to, to ask these things. But I ask it because I let them know that if there's a situation that you have to leave early or you can't come in, you know, um, or you cannot do this. I try to accommodate people because one thing I have done, I have never, ever hired someone that I have ever had to fire, ever. I have always hired people who always come back saying, you know, are you going to be doing this, whatever? I want to work for you, you know, and I try to be fair. I really, really do. Because if you, if, if your people like working for you, and they like and and they like you they're going to like the job they're and they're going to want to to um to uh to stay and shelby you're absolutely right i have been in situations where people um who did have to leave you know they only worked nine to five at five o'clock they were gone because of this this and this but they were excellent workers and they did get chosen over the one that stayed late and you know did um uh did did whatever so i think it all depends upon the person i don't think that just because you are you know staying late that um you automatically show that you're a harder worker that's um that's not necessarily true but to both ba and shelby since both of you all are up here on the panel i would like to know do you think people should still if you're only making a certain amount of money uh you should only work at at your wage like you hear all the stuff that's going on with um, um, Amazon and and the way they are treated. So does that mean that if that prime package that is supposed to get out so you can get it tomorrow and I'm the one that's that's supposed to be doing it and it's five o'clock, it's time for me to go home. And, you know, you've been treating me like this. You don't treat me well, blah, blah, blah. Can I leave that package there and come back and do it the next day? And you don't get your package instead of getting it in 24 hours, you're getting, getting it in, 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 in 48. Is it okay for me to do that because you're treating me a certain way? So therefore, I'm just going to work for what I'm getting paid with the pay to do. I'm not going to do any extra. And if any people get, 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 get screwed along the way, oh, well. No, in that situation, no. I okay. Think, I think that... Um, they either need to find another employee that can stay and help get that package out um or 
they, you know, you're going to have to stay and get that package out. Okay. Bye. I was just going to say, I don't agree with that, but I do know, and I've done it myself, where you'll just end up, your attitude will change and you'll just do the bare minimum as long as you're um, doing the things that you're paid to do that's in your job description then they can't fire you. You keep yourself right. You don't burn bridges if you think you might need the company again. But mm -hmm. the attitude goes out the window. And I've seen me even taking jobs. And after like a month, my attitude just goes, well, I'm not going to be here much longer because I was promised so much in my interview. And I know that that's not going to be the case anymore. So um, I would advise anyone to not burn bridges because there, you never know where you might need to go and back and work for that company again but ultimately the the attitude will change and you won't feel um wanted or that you can trust the company and and all that stuff um so but I, I don't agree with like you know being nasty and not doing your job properly that's totally wrong okay all right so um do you guys believe that in terms of the cost of living that if an employee and and amazon i'm i'm choosing them because they are extremely successful. Jeff Bezos, you know, he has a crap load of money. Should companies be required, and I'm using the word required, should they be required to give raises based on their revenues? Like if, if, if you are doing really, really well, then everybody in your company should um, automatically get a, I'm just throwing out a, a number uh, everybody should automatically get a five a five percent raise there's there's and, definitely a there's definitely an argument for that i don't know how that would work um but yeah that would be something that would be definitely beneficial to talk about because some of these companies are making millions trillions billions of profits annually and meanwhile the worker is still struggling um, so maybe putting like a, something in a contract that says that for every, you know, million you make, you must donate so much to the workers and give them a rise to meet the cost of inflation. That's certainly something we could talk about. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Wait, wait. Um, I'm going to pass this over to the only crazy lady, but let me read what Juju says. She says, August 26, 2022, five Amazon warehouses in the Bay State are slated to close down, a company spokesperson said. The warehouses are located in Denham, Everett, Mansfield, Milford, and Randolph, according to Amazon, at first reported by the Boston Globe. Okay, and that's in Massachusetts. Okay, crazy lady, welcome. Hello. Hello. Um, uh, uh, Ross, okay, he gives like way more than what he's paid um and you know but he really likes his job you know and you know he just you know so it and they know they should pay him more you know like his boss is around here and but corporate you know how corporate is ran is ran corporately um but the way ross looks at it is like we live here and we don't have to pay rent and electricity and water and all of that. So it kind of like evens out in his eyes. So. I mean, but, but crazy lady for something like that, I, I understand that is, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's a give and take and there's a, 
a yeah. trade-off that that you're making. But if you were paying rent, if you were, you know, paying rent and, and doing everything else, at what point, you know, you know, because to me, people like 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 Ross, um, when those people do quit, then all of a sudden they realize what they're missing. So at what point does it not become a trade-off anymore? And um, or or put it like this in your situation, it is, but at what point does you know, should an employer say, this is a really good worker. They're, you know, going way out of their way. We should do this, this, and this. And I'm not talking getting a ham on Thanksgiving. I'm talking about putting some, some ching ching in, in, into my, my, my pocket. I, I agree that, that it should, it should be, you know, like, Ross didn't get a raise for like years and all of a sudden he got a $2 raise and they're trying to get him another raise, you know? So yeah, I think that companies, especially if you have like a good employee that really does, you know, put that extra in because they love the company, you know? And I think like, don't corporate, like don't corporations like have like that 401k where they have to like match so much, uh, employee and, uh, like if they have like a really good fiscal year, they have to like put in extra. I think it depends upon the the the, the company. I, I I used to work for a telecommunications company that would match whatever we put in our four hundred one k. They would match it dollar for for dollar. Whatever stock shares we um, purchased, they 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 matched it dollar for dollar. But that was years ago. I don't know if they're doing if they're doing doing stuff like that now. Yeah, because so. Ross has got like something where they match like so much, and then um, depending on how like the venue that whatever venue you work at, like if they have like a, a do a certain amount, they get like extra. Okay. Or something All like right. That. All right. So um, let, let 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 me ask this because Shelby said. Um, and Shelby, I want you to go into more. Uh, let's see. And Bobby says, I think both parents should go to work if they don't have kids. <laughs> if you don't yeah. have kids, you're not a parent. I'm sorry, Bobby. I just saw that. Okay. And and um, Bobby also says, I think there always should be a, 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 a pay raise. Okay. So Shelby, you said, um, I think as an adult, when you work for retail, it is given that the public are are, are nasty. And yes, it is given that you are going to meet some people who you just wish, you know, you just didn't see. But at the yeah. same time, if you're getting paid, like if you're working at Walmart or or, or, or Target, one of those places where you're, you know, uh, working part time uh, because they don't want to pay benefits, or whatever, um, you're working your, your 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 butt off and you get these nasty people. Do you have to be nice? I mean, I'm not saying curse them out, but like, like I said, if they come up to you and they're demanding this, this, and this, and this, and you know, I'm sorry, but that's out of my pay, uh, pay, uh, pay, pay grade. I mean, when can you walk away? Well, that's hard to say, um, and I agree, it's above the pay scale, but. Um, you would have to, and I've, I worked in retail at a Christian bookstore and we did have to, you know, we were always told, just think about the person in their shoes. 
what if you came to work in a bad mood and you were biting everybody's heads off? You know, what, how would you think the customer would feel if you went to, you know, you went to help them and you were like, well, I just really don't have the time to help you today. Just go to someone else. You know, they, they would tell us that, you know, and of course you would get fired after that, but you know, it's, it's, it's a same trade-off. You just have to just imagine what, how they would feel if you done what they had done to you. Okay. And you, you make, you make a very good point. Uh, Juju says AT&T stopped that uh, 15 years ago. Yeah. A lot of uh, uh, companies stopped that, that matching dollar for, um, for a dollar. But I will say when I was working at a particular telecommunications company, it was nice while it was, while, while it, uh, it uh, lasted. Um, uh, okay. So, and crazy lady, okay, so she's doing some work around the property and she says, I'm not even on payroll and I, I'm working. But you have that that that, that trade-off. And crazy lady, I'm gonna tell you, if I could do something where I didn't have to pay mortgage or or, or rent and you know take care of something like that, to me, you probably have it a lot better than people who are having to pay rent and they are struggling. So I actually, you know, think that you are in a good situation. Um, okay, so, so Shelby, um, and this is for everyone else out there. Welcome, uh, sh uh, sh shy lady. Oh, by the way, I have to throw throw this out here again for for people who are just coming in. Um, I did say at the beginning of my show that um, number one, I'm going to keep my shows try to keep them to an hour, hour uh, fifteen for the next uh, couple of weeks. Um, uh, and also um, because of what went on last Thursday. Um, Anyone who does says anything rude, nasty, whatever, no warning, you're automatically getting bounced. And if you say things like the C word, the B word, or any other word that you know you're not supposed to use, you are automatically getting blocked. So, um, all right. So, uh, da, 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 da. Um, what did I want to say? Oh, Shelby. Okay. So, what if you're working at 7-Eleven or some of these other, you know, um, I don't know, some people have AM, PMs, you know, whatever, just these, these, these 24 hour um, places where you can come and get gas and what have you. And usually there's only one person working there and they're by themselves. And usually those are the places that get robbed at like two o'clock um, in the morning, whatever. Um, is it the, shouldn't the employer make sure that there are number one, more than one person working and shouldn't, I mean, and more than likely those people are getting paid minimum wage. I mean, they may be getting time and a half because they're, they're working, you know, um, later, but at the same time, you know, if someone were to come in and they want to rob the, the, the place, I'm giving them the money. It's like, here, take it. I don't care. You all can come in here and take the entire store. Just don't kill me. So should employees like that go above and beyond? And you can say, well, they knew what they're getting into. They chose to work, work those hours. But, you know, they didn't choose to put themselves in, in danger. I guess should an employer... Um, like if you work at a bank, there's going to be a guard there, you know, um, uh, 
you know, to make sure that the that if the place does get robbed, that there are, you know, uh, people there. In, in some schools now, you have, you know, where they have security guards that are supposed to help and, and, and what have you. Um, but if you're working at a 7-Eleven or some of these all-night all places and it's just you, isn't your employer required to do something? I think they are now, um, especially since, you know, you have mass shootings just about anywhere. Um, uh, my daughter recently was working at a gas station and she told me they had um, her plus another arson um, and one that bought the premises. So, you know, they had three people there. Um, they, uh, but yeah, they, they do have it differently where I live now, you know, in, in different season. I live close to four different cities mm -hmm. so and it's like that at all four you know cities they have at least three workers two inside of one that walks the premises so but yeah I, I agree they in any situation now there's there's um at least two in any aspect that you you know you called off you know that uh that's got, you know, that's different now. It's just different compared to what it was years ago. Okay. Now I'm going to open up a can of worms. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and I don't mean to, and I'm going to talk about school, school sh uh, sh shootings, but I'm not trying to get on the, um, go to go down the, the, the political route or anything. So please don't, don't go down that, that, um, that, that rabbit hole. Um, with teachers who in some cases now, um, some people are saying that they want teachers to be armed. Does that mean that if I go to school to be a teacher, does that mean that part of my training uh welcome pink 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 squirrel does that mean that part of my training as a teacher should be that i'm trained in firearms that you know while i'm learning how to do this this and this and how to you know you know do this with the first grader or this with the ninth grade or whatever that i'm also learning how to lock in load and um should i expect that if you want me to carry a firearm that you're just not giving me an extra two dollars two dollars two dollars an hour you're giving me a substantial amount of money and if i do have that gun and i'm just a teacher i'm not law enforcement or anything else and something were to happen what if i didn't shoot what if i froze froze uh, froze up or whatever um should i have some type of protection or should i just perform at my wage. This is what I'm getting paid to do. This is what I'm doing. Don't ask me anything more. So Shelby, I'm gonna come back to you because you're on the panel or anybody else who wants to, 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 to chime in. Okay, this is my opinion on that. Um, if I was put in that situation and it was my best friend's child, I would do whatever possible to protect that child. Um, so 
but I but I know you say it was your best friend's child. What if it was just uh, child A uh, A A B and C? Would you still try to pr pr protect them? I would them? still protect that child. I would still protect that child. Okay. All right. I still would do whatever. Um, now, as far as pay, uh, the state I live, we're just now catching up with the 20 some odd century that we're in <laughs> and getting our teachers pay raises. So okay. um, I would have to say a pay raise would not be a difference to me. Um, also, uh, but yeah, I just, I just, to me, children are our greatest future and I would do whatever I could to protect the child. Okay. But Shelby, what if, and, and shy lady, I, I, I am going to uh, pop over to you, but Shelby, what if it's that teacher who, okay, they have the gun, they do whatever, and they just freeze. Freeze are up. You, are you going to be, I mean, is it fair to be, to get upset with that, with that teacher if they freeze, freeze up, especially if some um, students in her class were harmed? I think I would get more mad at myself, but um, I don't think so. Um, because especially if you're a woman and you're put in that situation, would you not freeze up? Honestly, I can honestly say, I don't know, man, woman, whatever. I, I honestly don't, don't know. I've never been in that situation. And I can honestly say, I don't know what, I mean, I would like to think that I wouldn't, but, but I, but then again, I could, I don't know. Right. So, I mean, in, in any situation of, you know, trying to protect that child, if it's a gun situation, um, you, you never know what's going to happen. You know, if you're going to freeze up or if you're going to go hog wild and just start shooting, you know, you don't you don't know till you're put in that situation. So, I mean, you would just have to I wouldn't say just wait and see, but I mean, you just couldn't. That's just something you would have to. Pray about. OK, all right, uh, I'm going to go over to shy lady. Welcome, welcome. Are you there, shy lady? Okay. I know hey, I'm here. here. I'm just okay. driving. I'm <laughs> I was about to say, I know you're, you're, you're usually driving. Go ahead. Yeah, I had to unlock my phone. So anyway, um, I know we like on two different subjects now, as far as employee wages and, you know, doing the job that they're paid or whatever. And then the school shootings, if it's one of those situations, should you basically uh, risk your life or whatever to protect, you know, the kids in the school. And I just say that it's a choice in terms of where you work and how much you're willing to um, work for, how much you're willing to work for. It's a choice. So I'm the kind of person, regardless of what I'm making, I do the very best I can. I, I just go all out and do, I do the very best I can period. And if I don't like a particular situation, I find a way to find another job or do something else. So that that's just the type of person I am. And I think most people don't believe that they're getting paid what they're actually worth. Because uh, the last job, that I, last job that I was in, I was doing the work of probably four or five people. And 
it was a situation where God knew that I, I needed to get out. So that was a that was a way that I got out. But I think that in a situation like I agree with Shelby and you, I wouldn't know if I was in a situation where I was a teacher and I had the um, uh, not the opportunity, but I, I was in a situation where I had a gun for protection that was approved by the, the school district or whatever. I would probably be freaked out because you don't know what you would do in that situation. But as always, I would do the very best I can. But that's just me. I, I think that if you're given a job and you feel like you're not getting paid enough, then you probably should look for another one. Okay. All right. Now, I'm, I'm going to ask this because um, on a couple of shows, people have said, you're not happy with the job. Look for another one. So my question is, and, and I've asked this question before, why should you have to look for another job? Why shouldn't the em employer be, this is the only way that I can say it, be forced to or be made to make it better? Why should you have to you know, go find another job just because your employer is being a dick, you know, or, you know, whatever. I mean, and, and I'm, and, and, and I'm not even saying that you have some, some, especially if you're, you know, at a ma and, and, and pop type, type, type place, they may not financially be able to do things for you on a financial side, but they may be able to do things for you other ways. And, and, and for some people that's fine. But again, and I bring up Amazon again, only because Amazon is just so successful and, and you know, and how, how much money that, that they, they make. But if you have a place like, like that, where their em, em, employees are not being treated the best that they can, and but someone could really love their job, why should they have to leave as opposed to just, can you just, you know, treat me a little better you know that if i have to go use the washroom or whatever can you just not make a big deal of it and just let me go and come and and, and so i can get 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 back so at what point is it instead of us leaving but you just make it a little bit better can i say something yeah go ahead okay i didn't want to interrupt i would say in a situation like that Talk to your immediate, <clears throat> excuse me, manager or supervisor or whatever, if that's the case. Talk to them and let them know how you feel. Um, you know, if it's very, if, if it's very important for you to stay at that company or if it's a small business, if it's important for you to stay at that organization, maybe you should talk to that person. But I, I find that in most cases, employees have very, very little power, especially if you live in a state that um, is right to work state, Texas. You have very, the laws in Texas are, are designed for the employees. And in it, but all I can say is that if you're unhappy in a situation, you have to get some uh, more skills to make more money or just leave or just find another position and uh, move on. It's, it's really hard, especially with the large companies, it's really hard to um, go to battle with these companies because a lot of times these companies will put people as managers in, the, in these positions. And a lot of them are not, they may have good uh, skills in terms of um, book sense, master degrees and 
all that, but a lot of times they're not they're not people oriented and they should not be managing people. And a lot of times it's hard to hard to work with those kind of people and it's hard to get rid of them. So it's 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 really an unfortunate situation because I'm sure most people would love to get 10% raises if they're doing 150% as far as exceeding the goals and all of that, but it's just not realistic anymore. Okay. Now, uh, Bobby says, I work inside of a warehouse where people do a lot of overtime and do extra and do extra hours to get paid more on, on their wages. And Crucible says, because he's the boss. I'm not sure what you're referring to, but Crucible, welcome. You have the mic. Hello, everyone. How is everybody doing today? I'm going to push back a little bit, um, play devil's advocate a little bit while acknowledging Yes, there are plenty of lousy workplaces, plenty of lousy bosses. Um, we've all worked in situations where there have been good environments and bad environments, and we, we can tell the difference. But having been an employee and a manager in my career, the reason I made that comment because he's a boss, that was a little bit totalitarian. I didn't mean it quite that harshly. But in a workplace, I don't care if it's a 7-Eleven or if it's a Fortune 500 company, You've got to have a general set of guidelines and workplace rules that everybody needs to follow. Now, if you want to generate some kind of performance-based um, incentives where people can leave early on a Friday or they can um, work from home a couple days a week, that is strictly and empirically performance-based. In other words, if your last performance review was this or higher, you now get certain privileges. But it has to be very specific and very empirical. It can't just be, well, she's been doing better. Well, how so? What do you mean? How are you measuring that? So you've got to be fair and you've got to be consistent. But if you start trying to accommodate the workplace for every person who's got a grievance of some kind, we all know how difficult employees can be. And yes, there are some very pig-headed, idiotic managers to boot. I am not going to defend managers across the board. However, and this may be an extreme example that I'm giving, but the workplace environment, as far as it being acceptable or not, can be a very subjective thing in the eyes and ears of the beholder. What I find to be a perfectly acceptable work environment may be chafing the hell out of you and you're getting ready to quit. So I do agree with Shy Lady. Raise it with your boss if you think you have reasonable demands, if that's the right word, or reasonable issues that need to be addressed or you're going to quit, then you absolutely you should do that. But if workplaces we're in the business of having to constantly accommodate an employee with a stone in their shoe over something. The general workplace rules go right out the window, and now you're ad hocking everything, you're seat of the pantsing everything, you're making it up as you go along almost, and there's got to be some consistency. That's why you have these corporate HR offices, and what a lot of people don't know until they've been in the environment and I did work in a couple of different corporate environments, the way they have the whole performance thing set up is there's only ever going to be a certain amount of excellent reviews, a certain amount of very good reviews, and there's a certain amount of, of, of unacceptable reviews. That is baked into the system because it's compensation-based. If everybody got an excellent review, the company would go broke because they'd be giving out raises based on excellent reviews. So that cake is baked before anybody shows up for work. So there's a certain amount of of unfairness, let's just put it that way, in the system based on those kinds of things. But I'm just going from a, from a consistency and corporate standpoint, there must be guidelines in place for everybody. You can pivot off of those if you need to occasionally, but if you're in the business of constantly accommodating people who are unhappy, that's all you'll ever do. 
Okay, and I'm going to say, and Crucible, I just have to say this, and at times you have uh, some bosses that you have have a performance review where they should have gotten a raise and they did not, and they were entitled to that raise and they did not get it. So, and I also want to say that um, I'm not saying that you have em, 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 employees that are constantly, yes, you have those employees that oh my God, you know, he did this, did, did this to me and they constantly complain, complain. I'm not, I'm not talking about those people. I'm saying if you work at a place where the work environment is known to be um, not so nice, that um, you have places where the, um, the managers or the foreman or whatever, however you want to call it, um, are known to be not so nice and, you know, um, they treat their employees a certain way and people know this. Does the employer have a responsibility to correct it? I'm not saying that each each person has their grievance, whatever. I'm saying if, if it is a place that is known to be an issue, that is what I'm re re referring to. Okay. Yes. In that case, absolutely. They have a responsibility. Your employees, and this is going to sound like a corporate cliche and I don't mean it to, but your employees are your most valuable asset. If you do not treat them properly, they will go elsewhere. And then you've got nothing. The cost and time of constantly replacing employees, take it from someone who has had to do it many times, is so disruptive to business. It just isn't worth it. It's so much easier to create a better working environment. Turnover is a killer for businesses. So yeah, in that situation, absolutely. And if you don't get what you want, march your ass right out the door. That's a different situation. I I would never put up with a hostile or toxic work environment, nor should anybody have to. And that is one reason for me as a boss, as someone that hires people, I try to make sure that I make uh, that I make sure that my employees are happy and that whatever concerns they have, you know, they can come to me and say, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I try to, uh, address each and every one of them so and again i know i'm only talking about like i said the most i've ever had you know working for me uh were um were uh like five but you know again i'm going to i'm getting to the point where i'm going to have a shitload more excuse me <laughs> a lot more you know whatever and i'm going to continue to to do to do the same thing because turnover is expensive turnover is is expensive and not just for for the person that's hiring it's also expensive for the person that's you know that's that's looking for a for that's looking for a job you know so um again i go back to my original question should employees go out of their way for the amount of money they're being paid you know, if you're getting paid, you know, if you work at a job where you're getting paid a crap load of money, and does that mean that, that you should do something extra as opposed to the person who's getting paid a lot less, you know, who, you know, their, their work environment is not that great. Is it okay for them to just do what they need to do and get their code at the end of the day and go home. Yeah, I think that's perfectly fine. I mean, I think 
in any kind of a workplace, you, you got to you pick up on the management style, you kind of pick up on the culture and you see what's rewarded and you see what is was frowned upon. And even though there may not be formal policies in place, it, you can go home at five o'clock if you've done your day's work. We all know there are certain managers who are get a little petty and say, well, so-and-so stayed until 530 and you let the blah, 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 blah. But if you're not, un, not completely happy in your workplace and you're doing you're fulfilling your responsibilities. You're doing your job according to the um, the guidelines of that position. Yeah, you ought to be able to march your ass out at five o'clock if that's what you've done. If you've done your work for the day, screw everybody else. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I once had, you know, a supervisor who I had for all of two weeks who once told me and um, uh, <laughs> who once told me, and this was at a telecommunications company that I, I used to work for, who once told me that um, you're not married, you don't have a family, why are you leaving at five o'clock? I marched down to HR so, so fast, it was like, his head was like spinning. I'm like, seriously? Seriously? <laughs> you know, like what? That I don't have another life? You don't know what I'm doing. You know, so um you know are we going to more and more just the way the work environment is and what have you and the way people are being treated not just in, you know customers treating you know the people that work there but the way the people you know like 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 shelby said um uh uh um you know um if you know that if you're being nasty, you know, you know, an employee an employee can get up and, and, and be and be nasty too. You know, they can, you know, somebody comes up to them and says, well, excuse me. And they're like, what do you want? Yeah, of course. I mean, but more and more, um, what should the expectation be from customer, from employer, from the person who is working there? What should the expectation be? Because it just seems like just more and more people are just, they're just not happy. They're just seems like that they're just doing the bare minimum and, and, and that's it. You know, I mean, as a, I mean, as a customer, I mean, it's like I was in, in, in a store the other day and I was asking where something was. And they're like, oh, well, it's over there. I was like, is that the other end of, of, of the store? They're like, yes. They're like, well, you can leave, leave your stuff here and go get it and come back. I'm like, you know what? Never mind. You know, I'm not a, I, I am ready to check out. Never mind. Just check me out. And, and, and that's it. I just see that people are just tired. So um, I'm gonna go to Shelby. Uh, do you want to comment on, on any of that? Or is Shelby? Shelby's gone. Okay. Um, so shy lady. Are you there? Okay. Crucible. Yeah, I mean, I, I I encountered that. I'm guessing that you were you were. I'm, 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 I shouldn't guess, but I'm speculating. Did you decide not to purchase the item because you would you, you would have liked it if they went to the other end of the store and picked it up, or what was the issue there? I mean, I I I wanted it, you know, and it's something that I you know that too that I that I need. But I was just tired. I mean, I was I was was just tired, and I was in a store where finding things were difficult anyway, you know, and I was in the store longer than I should have. And, and again, I was just tired and I don't want, you know, to be told that it's all we at the other end of, of the store. I was like, never mind, you know, um, 
if, if they had offered to go get it, I still would have said, never mind. You know, and I have had, had that before. I have I have gotten up to to the counter and they're like, oh, did you find every, everything you wanted? I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, what are you looking for? I'm like, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I'm here. Just ch- ch- check me out. I am ready to go. So when I get to, for me, I'm just the type of person, when I get to the, to, to the, to, to the checkout stand, I'm ready to go. So. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's why I'm not much of a shopper, but you know, I've been in many, many retail. We all have, that's a different animal, you know, in terms of the employees. I've been in some stores, Target comes to mind, where it seems like there's more employees than than customers, yet nobody seems to know where anything is. Nobody seems to know what the hell's going on. They can't open up a new checkout counter. It's kind of like, is anybody in charge here? So yeah, the whole corporate, excuse me, the whole retail environment, you, you get a different animal. You typically don't, although these days that's probably changed to some extent. You, you, you didn't used to get people working in the retail environment for their careers. They were generally, you know, stopping points before they started you know their their bigger career whatnot we all worked in a in a retail store at some point a lot of us did um but now you're finding people in their you know 40s 50s and 60s who are committing to these jobs as careers now you may be getting a different caliber of employee there because there's a or the longer term commitment being made there as opposed to a high school kid or a college kid but the quality of employee in that environment, whether they're poorly trained, poorly motivated, poorly compensated, all of the above, I don't know. But it's a cha- it's got to be a very, very challenging place to hire people because you're right, people are just tired. You just you see them pushing their carts through the stores and they just want to get out. And the stores don't make it very easy to do that. I mean, and 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 that's and 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 that's how 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 I am. It's like when I go, I I don't like shopping. I don't like shopping at all. You know, I'm not one for going into a store and trying something on whatever. I would just grab it off the rack and I'll try it on when I get home. If it doesn't fit somewhere along the way, I will I will t- take it back, you know. Um, but for the most part, um, you know, if I'm just shopping, I'm just if, if I didn't find it and I'm going up this aisle, down this aisle, whatever I'm looking for. And I'm looking to see I'm looking at the, the guidelines. I'm looking at the signs on the store. If I can't find it once I get to the checkout. That's it. I am done. I'm gonna, you know, just let me pay and just leave. You know, so um um <laughs> you know, so uh let's see. Uh Minnesota family, thank you so much. Okay, uh Bobby says working inside a retail probably is a good job to work. I worked retail when I was in college. And I worked retail um Actually, when I got out of high school, I'm just now thinking about a job that I had. And Bobby, that is one job that it was thankless then. And from what I see when I'm in 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 the stores, I feel sorry for those retail workers. I I really do, really do. That's a hard job. That's a hard hard job. So, so what do you guys think about uh, what I had said earlier that if and if an employer has the money to pay that based on their revenue, every employee should get a raise. So what do you all think think, 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 think about that? Well, that's an interesting um, conundrum there. Ordinarily, you know, regardless of the profit margins, you should be, now bonuses, that's a little bit of a different story maybe if, if around Christmas or 
at the end of the year, if you've had a good year, you want to give out some $100 or $1,000 bonuses. I don't think there's anything wrong with that for everybody based on the performance of the company. But when it comes to individual raises, I would prefer to keep that on an individual basis. I wouldn't want my, um, I would want my raise to be predicated on my performance and my punctuality and my expertise and in, in, in whatnot, um, as opposed to maybe some other subjective type thing. So just oh no no just, no no no, I'm I'm talking about a raise that yes, it is based on your performance, but I'm saying but you get a raise. Even if you're getting 1% and somebody else is getting 5%, but you're still getting that raise every year. Yeah, I just, I don't, I guess I'm, maybe I'm, I'm sorry, I'm confused here. Are you saying that raises would be automatic for everybody, just a matter of how much, but everybody would get one? Right. I mean, because the cost of living, you know, go, mm -hmm. I mean, the cost of living goes up. So you, you know that at the end of the year or when your 12 month, whatever uh, comes around, you are going to get a raise. You may not get the same raise that shy lady is getting or, you know, or, or, or bar or something, but you know that you're going to get something. Yes. I think as long as it's covering at least the cost of living, that's a, not a very, um, lot to ask but yes i think people it because what it does even if it's to you and i maybe that's a modest sum of money i don't know what retail workers make 17 18 20 bucks an hour it's it's not a fortune but so and it's a it, you're right it's a very difficult job it may not look particularly physically demanding but you're standing all day long and let's just take the, the checkout people i know there's other positions in the stockroom and whatnot but just take the checkout people who are the most visible they're standing there for hours at a time the monotony's got to be just crushing the same thing over and over and over again dealing with stupid customers so even if you don't know how much your raise is going to be the idea that there will at least be one I would think mentally would be extremely important for those workers to be showing up every day to know at the end of the year that you already know there's an overwhelming chance you're not going to get an increase in pay. That's a terrible way to run a company. So yeah, unless you've got a very poor performing employee who's late all the time and just is just as bad, um, which are they're out there, but they're probably the exception. Everybody should have the expectation that if they do what they're hired to do, they'll get some increase at the end. I think otherwise you're running the risk of seriously demotivating your workers. You know, and, and, you know, and that's another thing too. I mean, I, I, again, I understand that you have those, 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 those people who no matter what you do, they're, they're not going to be happy, but I'm saying is as a collective, if, you know, there are some places out there who people just love to work. I mean, they, there are just places that where I'm going to stay here for as long as I can, you know, the, my boss treats me well, you know, the, the company um, treats me well, but then you have others where, where they don't. So, and then, and that's where I'm asking, is that when you just perform your wage, you know, and, and at the same time, when Shiley says, you know, that she's going to do the best that she can, but when does that get old? When, when, when does that get like, okay, I've been doing the best that I can. I've been doing this, this, and this, and this, but you know, no matter what I do, they're still treating me like this. What do you do? You know, so. I'd like to jump in. Uh-huh. I'm in the store. So if, um, if I fade out, it's because, um, the store's, um, service is not good. But anyway, I want to say that. In response to that, for me, 
I would either try to create my own, something that I'm passionate about, or just look for another job. You know, if I had the resources, I would create my own. Okay, Charlene, you did go go out there. Um, but no, I mean, and that's one reason why I work for for, for, for for myself. I got fed up, you know, and um, <laughs> I said there has to be a better way. And I work for, for, for myself. And um, at times it is hard. Um, but, you know, um, from the place that I am at now, it was worth it and it's rewarding. So, uh, Ba? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. I can hear yeah. you breathing. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I just wanted to pick up on something Crucible said. That's a good idea. I like the whole bonus thing, um, something like time and attendance bonuses or early job completion bonuses would be a good incentive to keep people um, concentrating on their work and, and being good workers in general. I think as human beings, we always need something to work towards. So when that's taken away, um, our morale drops and all that stuff. But um, I've also noticed a common theme in the industry I work in where I'm hands-on working on the tools and doing things. Meanwhile, for every worker, there's like two or three office staff per worker. Like it's, it's very top heavy. And these office staff workers are annually salaried way more than what we get and they get their bonuses for coming down at the end of the month and cracking their whip and saying come on guys we need you to get this job out so that people like me have to work overtime and sometimes come in at the weekends and things and they're the ones that are receiving the bonuses so that's where you know i have a a, a gripe against the i'm not going to say it's the system but it's definitely a common theme with uh, the industry i'm in where the, it's it's kind of top heavy they're all coming in in their bmws and 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 it's funny as well because i can only talk for my industry but these are the guys that will come down and talk to you about the job and it's clear that they know nothing about the job they've sat in in colleges or universities studying how to make a drawing of a of a product but they actually don't know anything about it so there's definitely a, a conversation can be had around you know treating the worker better than than they are in regards to, you know, the company and, and where they are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to jump in real quick if I could solid. Go ahead. Yeah. I think Bob makes some excellent points. I think if you are able to, and I think any workplace can do it, it's just a matter of prioritizing it and, and making the effort. It's, it's not rocket science. If you create an environment where people feel like and it doesn't have to be a formal profit sharing plan per se, although that would be nice. If you tie people's performance to the, you, you compensate them on the individual effort, but you also tie their performance to the collective. In other words, pull together, let's get this job out early, and therefore there'll be extra bonuses for, for people because we will have made whatever the incentives were to get it done early, those incentives were hit. Now most people, and there's exceptions all the time obviously, but most people are motivated. They want to do a good job. They want to impress their bosses. They want to move up. They want to get promoted. They want to make more money. So if your bosses come down and say, the next two weeks, we really got to bust it. You know, we got whatever it is. And at the end, if we do these things, everybody gets a bonus. Or at the end of the quarter, everybody gets a bonus. And now all of a sudden, you've attached people to a greater goal. 
they're getting paid for their own individual contribution, but they're also now being tied to a greater goal that says you're important to this effort. You're critical to us being successful here. And when you give people a sense that they're not just a cog in a wheel and you mean it, and then you compensate them accordingly, not only will you have a happy and loyal employee, now you've got somebody who the next time you come down and say the same thing, they're not just gonna go the last time they made this that comment or that claim, they screwed us or whatever. So if you, if you outline things clearly and you follow through, you've got completely, the, the workforce is completely of a different complexion at that point. Your culture is different. And not only do you not risk people leaving, you risk attracting people because you get a reputation for taking care of your workers. Okay, so let me ask this. Welcome, welcome, uh, Jester, because I, I, I'm going to be, be um, wrapping it up pretty soon. Um, so let me ask this. So should, since employees get performance reviews, why can't bosses get them? Why can't your manager, your director, your CEO, why can't they get per performance reviews? I mean, you have CEOs who, you know, while you're paying me minimum wage, or even if I'm getting paid 20, 30 bucks an hour, you know, you're still walking away at the end of the year with a 10, $20 million bonus. So, well, should, well sorry, hold on, hold on. So, you know, shouldn't em, em, employers your bosses get reviews because I've had some some bosses that my reviews would not have been nice, you know, and, and, and others, they would have been, you know, excellent. I'm not talking about when you get your review and then at the bottom, it'll say, oh, so do you have anything that you want to add about about your boss? Whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your boss gets a review and, and depending upon the feedback, that depends upon how much he gets for a, a raise or even his um, bonus. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I've said this before. Uh, I've worked in at least two places that um, the common denominator in those places are that the, the supervisors or charge hands, uh, they're the, the ones that have the issue. I look back fondly of my time at two companies in particular, other than the, the charge hands. They're the ones who drive down morale and they are they are replaceable. They are people who have at one point in their life impressed and they've got the, the position of supervisor, but they've maybe taken advantage of it or their, their attitude stinks. They've became a different person. And if they were took into a room and all the, the staff were to grade them on their performances, I think that the, the, the company itself would have to look about maybe changing that up in the, for the best interest of the company. So, yeah, I totally agree. So how do we prevent the, and I don't mean to sound, well, I, I, I am going to come out and say this. How do you prevent the Jamie Diamonds and, and all these other CEOs from getting all of this money when the employees are not getting paid. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're not. So while we're so busy saying, oh, I go to work and I do, and I do the best that I can, but it's the CEO and the CEO, COO and all these other people, are they doing the best that they, they, they can. So then that's when I go back and say, why should I bust my butt and do my, my absolute best? And I'm just going to get, you know, well, say, thank you very much. Maybe I will get a raise, but you can be damn sure that the CEO, the CEOs are going to walk away every year 
with so much money that they can buy one, two, three, four homes. Crucible? Yeah, that's, I mean, I think what, what CEOs make and what senior management makes at some of these companies is absolutely criminal. It's a it's obscene on so many levels. The, the board of directors is is the one who approves these compensation plans. And I know at least in the case of the CEO and, and probably for several other senior people, a big chunk of their compensation is based on stock options. And so by tying an executive's performance to the performance of his stock, I think makes sense. It shouldn't be a hundred times your salary for Christ's sake. It should be two or three times maybe. And and I made a comment earlier about profit sharing and, and we've both worked at companies that didn't necessarily have profit sharing, but we could buy stock at a discount. And so it was not quite a stock option plan, but it was a, it was a similar kind of a program. And when we saw the stock go up, you knew I'm getting this for a 15% discount. I've already made 15% of my money. And there is something about that, that sharing in that, of knowing that not only we're getting compensated individually for what we, what we bring, but we're going to be compensated for what the whole company does. So any company that goes with a stock option plan or a profit sharing or something where it is clearly outlined, that's the key here, it has to be clearly outlined so people know specifically what they will receive if they do specific things. If it's vague, forget it and tear it up and start over. But if you're able to articulate it clearly, you can't measure the amount of morale that you get and the goodwill that gets generated, plus it's just a fair thing to do. And I don't care if 10% if of those employees, quote unquote, don't deserve it because they suck, too bad. Pay everybody, pay them something. Like you said, Sal, it doesn't have to be the same for everybody, but pay them something that will come back to you 100 times over. Okay, so Crucible, I'm just gonna say that um, we work at the same telecom um, company. And um, I have to say that when, I mean, I'm dating myself again, I was around when 401ks first came out, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, we worked at a place where um, I took out the entire 15% out of my pay paycheck. I took out the entire 15% um, for my stock options and that particular company at the time were matching dollar for dollar. And um, it was nice. It it was, was nice. And that was stock that I never cashed in until they went out of business and I made a nice uh, uh, amount of money. But at the same time, um, I do know that my bosses and people who are in the higher up bonuses were predicated on what we, the peons did. So, you know, if we weren't doing the work, then the bosses and the CEOs and all the other stuff, they would not be making the amount of bonuses and stuff that they would. So this is where I'm saying that if you're going to give a CEO a $10 million bonus, then I say you need to divide it by 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, however many employers employees are there and divide it up that way, or these CEOs do not walk away with 10, $20 million bonuses because it's obscene, especially when you look, look around, everybody's talking about, well, there's homeless here, there's homeless there, blah, blah, blah. You have all these other issues that are going on and you're giving this person a $10 million bonus why yes i understand the stock options and everything like that but why 
are you giving them this much money? What did they do to warrant this much money? But yet this bank clerk or this Walmart person, whatever, they're only getting paid $15 and an hour. And you're going to say, well, if you don't like the job, go someplace else. And that's when I say, why should I go someplace else when these top heavy people are making all this money and I can't, you know, and you're struggling to, you know, um, you know, pay rent or what, 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 whatever. So anybody? Can I ask where this, uh, is this topic a relevant one to today and what's happening in America or is it just something that's been on your list? Uh, that you've decided to talk about? I'm just asking for my own. This particular topic came uh, from me talking to to um, someone over the week over the weekend. But in terms okay. of what we're talking about, we've you know over a couple of weeks on my shows, this topic has come 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 yeah. come up. But in terms of CEOs getting paid these millions yeah. of dollars of bonuses, that I mean that is true. That is something that that, that happens here. I'm just, I'm just saying because um, basically this this conversation is is t you're talking about um, what Karl Marx wrote in his book about the proletariat and the bourgeoisie. It's basically you know the CEOs, which I don't think there's anyone on this planet unless you are a CEO and the big bucks that's gonna you know not talk out about it because it is unfair. These mm -hmm. people have have. Uh, taking advantage of the capitalist or it's not capitalism for the peons. I like that. I'll, I'll adopt that phrase from now on the peons. I like that. <laughs> uh, but um, they've, they've taken advantage of the system and they've lined their own pockets. Meanwhile, we've been screwed over and that's not true capitalism. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if in the near future, this conversation starts to become more and more prevalent. And what I will tell you is it will be changed, but I would say if, if they do implement some communistic values where they treat everyone the same, whether you're a CEO or you're a, a peon, I don't think that's also the right thing to do. I think we, we just want a fair slice of the pie. And what's going to happen is that we're all going to be given a small, small slice of the pie. And I don't think that's the, the better way to do it, because that's what always what ends up. When you when you when you go to communism is we all think well we can all get if the ceo is making a hundred thousand dollars a year and we're making 20 let's both make 60. that's not how it'll work we'll we'll both probably make 20 30 and the you know the the oligarchs will, will make the rest so that's why I no i mean and and by and, and and i understand that but i'm i'm just saying that while these people are making I mean, because I've, I've listened to what everyone says, you know, and, and even crucial when you say that, you know, people who have a, a uh, gripe and in that case, and, you know, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. But at the same time, you may have a gripe, but this CEO is still, like I said, walking away with $10 million in bonuses. So does my gripe is that, I mean, should I really be, be deemed for having that, that gripe? I mean, even if I'm, even if I'm bitching and moaning about something that is so con, 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 contrite and so silly, you know, but at the same time, it's like, do I have a point? Especially when, again, this, the CEO of my company is walking away with a $10 million bonus. Yeah, I'll just add quickly that the, the reason why I think we should be also um, 
See, see, see. If you start a company, you have all the risk. Like you've probably bought the building, you're paying a rent on the building, you've bought the machinery or whatever. You're the one with the risk, and the the employees can walk away and get a new job tomorrow. Or, or I mean, not in every country because that's you know getting harder and harder because there's so many people. But we also have to take that into consideration that th these people do deserve to make a lot more. They've got all the risk. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm actually agreeing with you. Wow. <laughs> I'll have to write this one in my diary. <laughs> well, it is on tape and I will be posting the show, so it will be on here. So Crucible. Yeah, just real quick. I think it was an interesting concept that you raised a little while ago when you said, you know, do managers get reviewed? Well, obviously they get reviewed by other managers because they report to other managers, but one of the things I think is intriguing, and you mentioned it, you know, not just writing something down at the bottom of your performance review at the end, you know, what about how am I doing kind of a thing. I think they ought to take a chunk of the manager's bonus, maybe not his salary, or maybe the raise, whatever, however they're doing it, and base that on feedback. And I'm not saying the whole thing 100%. Let's say 25% of it is based on feedback from the people that they're responsible for. So in other words, pick 10 categories that you're gonna measure these managers and don't take the manager's manager word for how they're performing. Take the word of the people who are affected by this person's management style, personality, and decision-making every single day and have them evaluate 10 different categories or five or eight, whatever the number is, and base that person's raise part of it on the feedback they get from the employees. And if the manager comes in at a, a certain grade or above, they'll get their full, whatever that percentage of the, that bonus was supposed to be, they'll get the whole thing. If they fall below it, maybe there's a sliding scale or maybe there's a point at which they don't get anything for that particular bonus area of their compensation. I think if you change the dynamic of how managers get evaluated by letting at least parts of it be based on people who are feeling that management style. Their bosses never feel it. They, the people who below them feel it. So I think it would be an interesting experiment to see how that would work and whether employees would be fair enough to make that even a viable thing going forward. But having your employees evaluate part of your salary increase or bonus, I think would be an interesting experiment. And that's, that's what I'm saying. And I cannot believe I am agreeing with Crucible. Only on these topics. Only on what you just said. <laughs> Crucible and Bob. I'm not exactly doing a happy five, dance yet, but yeah. Within, within a five-minute span. Good Lord. Jesus help me. The angels are going to sing. So, but no, I mean, because, I mean, it, it, it just bothers me that when you you know read and, and you know read or you see on the news or whatever that these you know CEOs are getting so much money, you know and you know you have all this anarchy going on on, on something else you know no matter what what it is, and they're just sitting pretty you know um, right now you know um, it, 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 I mean it, it to me it just it just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense and. Again, um, you know, just like um, um, I say when celebrities say I don't give autographs or I don't take selfies or whatever, or, you know, I don't do, do this for my fans. And I'm like, well, if it weren't for them, 
you wouldn't have you wouldn't have sold those those records if it weren't for your fans who went to go see those movies and stuff you know you know you wouldn't have what 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 you have so when i see you know you're getting all these bonuses and stuff if it weren't for the employees who were doing all the work you as a director or manager or supervisor or whatever you wouldn't be getting these bonuses if it weren't for the pe people who are under you. And I have been a peon many, 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 many times. And it's like, well, can I get a little something, something? You know, but yet they're smiling and I mean, you know, we have become millionaires and you're getting nothing. So, yeah. So again, I said I was gonna keep my show to an hour, hour and 15, we're at, at an hour 28. Um, so. I will start with see uh, Shelby and Shy Lady are not here, so I will start with Crucible. Do you have anything else you would like to add? No, I pretty much said my piece on that last thing there. But yeah, interesting, interesting show. I think anytime you can really drill down into the dynamics of a workplace. I mean, when you consider how much time people spend at work, how much of their physical lives they give, but only also psychologically, the stress that comes from people's jobs. If we can just move that needle a little bit for everybody, and again, I'm not going for you know communism here because that just means we're gonna be equally poor, but if you can move the needle for everybody a little bit, the, 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 the increase in productivity and morale, turnover would be lower. It's like throwing a pebble into a, into a pond. The ripple effect is almost impossible to measure, but as a society of workers and managers, we still have our heads up where they shouldn't be so i'm not going to hold my breath but the dynamics of the workplace in terms of how it affects everybody's lives is is overwhelming and we just neglect it too much okay uh bob yeah just uh i echo what crucible said um a good analogy would be like there's there's literally a pie there and the go it feels right now that the the people at the top are taking 90 percent of that pie and we get 10 and we're not asking for you know 50 50 not at all because obviously the the people at the top are the ones at risk they, they have the risk but at least you know 60 40 maybe, maybe not even that 70 30 like just give us enough to be able to put food in the table maybe take a holiday once a year um look after our family and and, and obviously set some aside for when we're old and and right now you know that's not something that most of us can do which so there's clearly a, an issue but um, yeah, this was a great topic, and uh, thanks for for having me on. Of course, of course. So, um, guys, um, this is this is it. And I said I was going to try to keep my shows to an hour, hour and fifteen, but <laughs> well, stop laughing. So, all right, y'all. So um, that's it. That is all I have. And until um, next time, um, tomorrow. Uh, I hope to see you guys tomorrow. Until then, and go where the wind takes you. And no matter where you are in the world, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. And to Jester, Bobby, Power Girl, Crucible, Shy Lady, Juju, and Minnesota family, thank you for coming. Frankie, Bob, uh, uh, Crazy Lady was here earlier. She was on the panel. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate all of you guys for coming. And there were some other people that popped in. I can't remember. I apologize. I apologize. But
But uh, Crucible and Bond don't don't get too uh, don't get too uh, happy. I only I only agree with you all on this show. A couple of things, <laughs> not for everything. everybody on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you so much. Okay, y'all. Hope to see you tomorrow. Bye.